right, so welcome to Unsigned 518. I am here with half of Anna Cortez. How's it going? Hi. Hello. It's going great. And I guess we'll we'll start and uh, introduce yourself and what you do in the band. I am Jesse. I sing and I write some of the songs, or I wrote some of the songs, I guess. Um, I'm Mike. Uh, I play guitar and do a little bit of singing and I guess a little bit of the rest of the songwriting that Jesse doesn't do. And then who are we missing? We're missing Kevin, our drummer, and Mark, our bassist. All right. So, um, you know, before we got rolling, I was saying how, like, this isn't really an interview. I've not done my research, and I was joking with the, I had a, a guest on before you guys got here, and I was saying, like, you know, people always ask, oh, how do you have the time to do the podcast? And I said, oh, it's easy. I just don't do any prep work. You know, and, like, that's kind of it. So, like, we just met. 10 15 minutes ago and we you know had some small talk but basically this is us getting to know each other and i just want to i guess hear that hear the history of the band and you know kind of tell it how you want to tell it and then we'll get into some of your music and you know we'll just have fun with it so i guess whoever wants to take the lead just yeah, why, why don't you go ahead and uh and give them a little summary, Jesse. You always you always say it very nicely. Um, I I don't remember saying it ever actually, but maybe I do. I do talk a lot. <laughs> I don't remember a lot, but I do talk a lot. Um, about four years ago to the day, actually, because yesterday on Facebook Memories, Mike here saw a memory about how him and his girlfriend started a band called Anna Cortez with an S, Anna Cortez, and. It started when Mike and I got together back in 2020, um, right before COVID. Like we got together literally, like we went to a Silverstein show March 10th or something, 2020. Oh, and wow. and then they shut things down like four days later. Yeah. Um, so we started this band, I guess, or at least conceptualized it right before that happened. I didn't really think about it like that, but it was literally, you know, it was, the world was changing and we had no idea. And we got, we, we, I think it was just right place, right time. And we started this band. I was wearing a hoodie that I got. Um, I was an over the road truck driver at the time. And I had a sweatshirt that said Anna Quartz Washington on it. And it's like a little peninsula, like, I hope I said that word right, but it's, it's like, it's like the furthest West I've ever been. I realized, cause it sticks out into the ocean a little bit. Um, and I was like, I, that's such a brutal name. We should call a band that that sounds brutal. And I called it Anna Cortez without realizing it's actually pronounced Anna Quartz. And we went with it for like a year, I think actually a year later we ended up recording like a year and four months later and we when we went to put the music on spotify there was another band from upstate new york with the same band name based on the same small town in washington no way and i was like that's too confusing because we're going to be fighting these guys constantly on right. like on like oh no that that song needs to be like we're gonna have to like be texting our distributor or messaging emailing our distributors like dealing with each other like i'm like no we're just gonna and it was like i already did the artwork so when you go to check out our first demo it's called anna quartz and is it two was it two words or was it still just just one, one word? word still was just one word. um a lot of people think it it's like a name like anna cortez but i'm actually not hispanic 
<laughs> but I do speak Spanish. I speak Spanish, and they do say that Spanish, um, Hispanic is defined as Spanish-speaking person. Okay. So in some, in the loosest way, I could be considered Hispanic because I can speak a little bit of Spanish. Um, but I'm not. So it's kind of funny. I just go with it. I'm like, whatever. You can call me Anna. I don't care. But I'm not. My name is Jesse. <laughs> it has happened. Well, I, has been I, knew, Anna I knew the times. band name was was one word. I didn't yeah. know if the, the town. No, um, the town is all the one town word. Is and all it's one so word? funny. So when you look at our demo the artwork that I designed for it, I'm like, I'm not changing it. We were like right. in the middle of right, uploading right. it. I was so excited. And I was like, so mid upload onto the distributor, it's like, it's our first upload. They tell you to check and make sure there's no other bands with your name. I'm like, why didn't I do that? So I went on Spotify, I found the band. I'm like, okay. So we had to make a decision on the fly. We decided to drop the S, add the Z. And it's kind of cool. So like the, the, the name starts with an A, ends with a Z. It feels like almost like complete in a way, you oh, know? Nice. A to Z, so. And then we just decided to name the demo Anna Quartz with the S. So I got to keep my artwork. And so we, we threw the band name on it with the Z as a proper band name oh, and left her artwork spelled with an S like, as, yeah, as like the album name. Great work yeah. around. Yeah, and, and that way, if someone even figured it out, we were already ahead of it anyway. Yep. Right. So the, you know? And we even actually, so someone searched for our original name, which our first T-shirts have that. We actually re re we redid the same T-shirt but changed the S um, to a Z, but like people That's knew true. us by Anna Cortez with a S. Like people still call us that. So if they look it up on Spotify, they'll find us because the demo is called Anna Cortez with the S. Right. But by Anna Cortez demo. There you so, go. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. So silly. Right, did I miss anything? Oh, you can talk about your history with the drummer real quick. Like, just go. I don't want to take up too much time, but that's oh really yeah. Interesting. Well, I guess yeah, the time you want. Like yeah. we got we got plenty of time. The idea, of, I guess, doing the band was probably just like. Her and I, let's, we're stuck in the house, you know what I mean? We're dating, we're both songwriters, let's do the band. Simultaneously, I had always been jamming with my best friend, Kev. Um, we've been in bands together since forever, Descent, The Harrowing, all sorts of heavy stuff. So we were doing heavy stuff on the side. And it just made sense to be like, hey, let's go jam at Kev's. And she would come and, you know, hang and and saying and so we would just sort of take some stuff that i had that kev already knew take some stuff that she wrote that i could just sort of transpose quickly you know and make a cool riff out of it and it just sort of quickly developed we had like two or three songs like almost in a day really you know be just because of what we all collectively knew um and then we were like hey maybe we're a three-piece band you know maybe we're an actual band here and we didn't have a bass player for a little while and then kind of decided, like, we probably should play shows. You know, we should maybe get a bass player and, and do the whole thing. So we recruited our buddy, um, Zach Tabordo of Cohoes fame, um, to come play bass because he was kind of available and he seemed interested in doing something musical. And I knew him since he was young. So just kind of like, hey, you want to come check it out? He became our bass player for like two years. And then... Uh, uh, he, he he left the band maybe a year ago, no, not less that than a year ago. ago. Yeah. Not that long ago. I think it was it was really like it would have been after the um, the Johnny Craig show. Yeah, so uh, maybe the summertime. Summertime you know? last summer. Yeah, so he decided to kind of just move on and. I mean, he's got he's like in his late he was in his late twenties and has teenage children. I mean, do the math there. He's a busy boy. Yeah, so. yeah. He's lived a whole he's life there. He's got more important things to worry about. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he just didn't didn't 
felt like you have the time and to it's really totally understandable it. i mean yeah. i would rather have somebody in the band that feels not put out by it like we don't want people feeling stressed about you know shows practices whatever he he didn't miss practices typically but i mean he's a mailman he like worked 70 something hours a week like he's basically in grind mode trying to get to the point where he can probably retire early if he does yeah 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 he's a hustler in that way for sure but um what's interesting is that him and kevin go way back to like 1997 or something crazy like that like they said he they were in this in the same homeroom yeah he and they they both start with c kuchar com toys so they like you sat behind him or something right and he sat yeah he sat behind me and uh you used to like do spitballs at the back of your head no not even <laughs> honestly it, it's as cheesy and as simple as like you know we talked about drums and guitar and music and he's like i play the drums and i'm like i play the guitar we both sucked completely sure. everybody had to at some point yeah, yeah you know yeah. but you know next thing you know a week later we were you know in his dad's little laundry room at, at the house he grew up in you know basically sitting on you know hampers and shit like that and he had this crummy drum set and we were doing like uh, Green Day covers and Weezer songs, you know, and stuff like that. And back then in like 1994, 95, the hardcore scene in Cohoes and Albany was right. like proper, you know? So everybody wanted to be in a hardcore band. So we very quickly started playing like heavy stuff, you know, doing doing hardcore music and did a whole, you know, whatever, eight or nine or 10 years or something like that. No, it maybe seven or eight years i think we were doing that band descent and then uh we were in uh another local metal band called the harrowing the harrowing for a while and uh they opened for asking alexandria oh wow yeah we did cannibal corpse and uh they 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 did the circuit oh yeah i mean in the 90s you, you got shows that you could never get today like we played with obituary at bogey's for 10 you know ten dollars to get in you know what I mean? Like you can't get those types of shows right. anymore. It's just un, un, unheard of. But yeah, the Harrowing had was nice because we we fit right in with that like Kill Switch, all that remains kind of crowd. So we would get kind of like those cock rock metal shows yeah. that would happen at Northern Lights, yeah. and we had so much history that it was like, hey, you guys want to play? Yep. No big deal, Northern you know. Lights. The QE2, yeah. they they were there a bunch too. Like there's videos, like old videos, and it's just it's so cool like for me like i'm 34 mike's 42 and um i feel i'm about to turn 35 i'm just gonna hold on to 34 as long as i can but um but it's just like to be in a serious band with people that appreciate my my style of music um because i'm from i'm from oneana there wasn't like a lot of music out there i played guitar i was like the only person i knew that played guitar um, not very well. I was into Avril, Blink, you know, like the used uh, bands like that. And like, I remember when we first decided that we're really going to do this as a band, me and Mike and Kevin sat in his living room and had like a, like a hypothetical, like, okay, so if we were going to do this, like what kind of music will we make? Like, and we, we, we actually took it very seriously. It felt like we were really starting something. I was so excited because I've always jammed with people, but it was always like Grateful Dead type stuff. And there's nothing wrong with it, but it's not my thing. It's not anywhere and near it, my thing. It, it's like I would do like <laughs> yeah. weird jam bandy, like, uh, you know, like just drunk 
bar music. Like I like drunk and I like bar, but I mean, when you, the whole music thing, like, I don't know, it's not my vibe, you know? And, and it felt old for me. It felt like people that I was friends with people that were a lot older, but they were really into like the whole, like going to the American Legion and Scaticoke and like covering, um, like, like the who and like the doors and stuff right. like i'm like okay that's fun and everything but i want to play like something that reminds me of avril lavigne like you know something like like fun and girly and like pop but like rock you, and- there's a play like because there's places that where where that kind of you know because i'm the same way like yeah. my kind of music wouldn't fit in like a certain crowd like but a I, legion crowd would be like who the fuck are these I adapted guys yeah. just, for like, the oppor- just for the opportunity to sing like i was in this band called the bone crew for a while and my best friend bob does this band and it's i don't think they're really doing much lately but i mean it was literally just like we we're singing about bush beers and like i don't know but at least i got to sing and play my guitar so right. i was like this is like a dream come true but then like i f- like we're we're getting edgier we're getting like kind of a little metal vibe to it i'm like dude this is my thing here because everybody that i was hanging out with prior hated my music so like your music is just like a bunch of like screaming and whining and nonsense I've, I've had that i've had many years where like i'm like i can't find anybody that's like yes. vibing with yeah, the like, shit I like, that I'm like, oh, this is my shit. It Those felt so like, good and exciting, like to know that they knew all the bands I liked, right. to to know that they even knew who Asking Alexandria was. I'm like, what? You guys not only know, and and I wasn't like starstruck or anything dumb like that, but I'm like, but you guys opened for a band I right. like. Like, what the <clears> hell is this? So I was like, I felt like I was with my people finally, and I was just like, this is the best thing. Yeah, that ever. is a great like, feeling. Like yeah. I said, it's like finding your place because there's so many times when like people may be putting something out and like not getting the reception that they need. And I think a lot of the times more than like reevaluating what you're doing to output, reevaluate who you're outputting it to. Yeah. Cause like there's people like don't change your art to fit a crowd, find a crowd that's going to appreciate what you do. And I didn't know it existed. I was like, I was like, this is too good to be true. Like this is, these people really exist. So I found a whole network of, cool bands and cool artists just through Kevin and Mike where I was like, I just, I was like, I I want no other band ever in my life. Like I'm happy now, you know, like this is everything I need and I know nothing lasts forever, but I'm just like, hopefully we can, I mean, we've been, we've been going strong four years now. So that's a good, that's a good run for a small local band, you know, like, absolutely. Um, so we, I do want to want to talk more about the band, but I think right now we should play a song. Uh, what did you have in mind? I mean, I guess um, I would probably say day five off of that little uh, the Anna Cortez Anna Cortez <laughs> uh, demo that we put out. Um, that's like a you know a good a good heavy a heavier you know kind of offering for what we do. Um, it's a little it doesn't fully represent I guess. Jesse's singing since I do some of the singing in the you beginning. You do most of the singing in the song. Yeah, but, but you know, it's the only one like that too. So like, there's uh, we have four released right now. There's another one coming out, um, but that one Mike wrote and he sang most of. So I mean, I guess it doesn't really represent the band as a whole. Like what you're gonna get if you like go to an Anna Cortez show. But we do throw that song in there a lot. And there is, I mean, I do sing in it and I scream in it, which is fun. Yeah. I do some screaming, which. I'm stoked about. I actually really am. <laughs> so, and it was called Day Five. Yep, Day, day five, five. But it's yeah. Davy after his friend Davy, ah, who's yeah, no yeah. longer with us. Yeah, yeah, my friend Dave. 
um, would stylize his name D-A-Y in a capital V. And uh, so it was just kind of like a play on his name, basically, you know, and kind of wrote the song with him with him in mind, I right. guess, you know, yeah. Well, cool. Well, let's check it out, and then we'll be right back with Anna Cortez. Something bad 
day five, Anna Cortez. And, you know, we were we were talking as we were listening to the song. You know, I I always say, like, sometimes guests reach out to me. Sometimes I reach out to guests. But I reached out to you because of one song that's like my one of my favorite songs of all time. And you did a cover of it, which is Deftones, uh, My Own Summer. Uh, shove it. You got, got it. Can't can't forget that. And I'm going to be honest with you in the last like however long it's been since it's been out. Uh, it came out month, on Halloween. Oh, yeah. wow. Man, we were just out? talking about our love of Halloween, too, on, yeah. the, on that break. Wow, it's been that long. <laughs> it feels like it's only been like two months. But I've listened to that song more than I've listened to actual Deftones because I That's just awesome. I think yeah, it's man, so good. And it's so true to the song without being like a, a straight mimic of it you know what i mean like the heart of it's there but it's a fucking brilliant cover and that's what led me to the band and that's why we're sitting here so i guess that's let's awesome. talk you, about a uh, little bit about maybe where where the idea to cover that song came from? Yo, it's certainly prob- not one that most people are like. Yeah, let's just cover a Deftones song. You, you know, know where we where we we like to keep things simple, so we don't overcomplicate anything. And props to our drummer dialed right into that. And was we like, love you, Kev. Yeah, he was like, "Yo, we should cover my own summer." Like, because the the little that drum hit is, in the yeah. beginning. You know what I mean? It's like a drummer. <laughs> yeah, drummers love to do that. So, you know, we would kind of every once in a while. I don't even think in this band, but Kevin and I would noodle with that riff just for fun. And four or five, six years later, he brought it up and we were like, yes, yeah. yes, let's do it. So basically right on the spot, we got familiar with it and uh, it, it just started to click like real quickly. So, yeah, props to Kev for that idea. That was a really good one. I wasn't I wasn't mad about it because I used to listen to the Deftones. The De- oh my god, I said oh. it. I said it. All right, just kill me now. Take that part out. I used to listen to Deftones a lot when I was in high school. Um, I do remember Change. I mean, obviously everybody remembers that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, you know, I remember like Be Quiet and Drive. Um, like I, I, I don't know. And I remember like when he said he wanted to do a Deftones cover around that time. Do you remember we were covering for fun? We were covering Limp Bizkit break stuff oh which yeah sounded yeah really good it's just you, you know the, the farther i get <laughs> from like 90s limp biscuit when limp biscuit was limp biscuit and everybody fucking hated him the farther i get away from that the more i'm like oh all right it's less like it's less stigmatized now and like you get yeah. you get like the okay new metal right like yes it's yeah. there yeah. but like, um oh. we were in the middle of like doing that and kevin <laughs> he's so funny i think he's <laughs> autistic i'm sorry kev i think i am too but out of nowhere one day he's just like i don't like fred durst anymore i'm like why <laughs> and i think he did something in utica i don't know what what it was exactly but kev just had this like very specific reason he just decided he hates Fred Durst and never wants to cover that song again because of something he saw on the internet and I was like but I really like doing that song because it's so much fun for me I get to like rap a little and I get to have fun with it and I think maybe that might have been his answer to that I don't know like this is just me assuming I might might not even be conscious but it it came around the same time he's like you know what we should because we don't really do covers a lot like I don't know if Mike just said that I zone out but we really don't like every once in a while like we like to have a cover that we can throw into a show to get people excited because you want to keep people engaged and when they hear something they know people get stoked so we were doing like um, that Violent Femmes song uh, when I'm a walking Blister in the sun. Yes. 
Um, we did that for a while, and we got really sick of that very quickly. Very quickly. <laughs> we, did, uh, <laughs> we did a Green Day cover. Um, um, oh, fuck, what's it called? Brain Stew? Brain Stew. Um, my brain is stew, so I like that song. And and but I also got sick of that song pretty quickly, and I think we all did. Did you know how close that song is to uh, Twenty Six and and Five by uh, Chicago? Chicago? <laughs> when they do the da na 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 da na na. Oh, oh yeah. I never even thought of that. It's like the same thing. I didn't realize that. Best, just the best song. But it is. I think. I think there there may have been a lawsuit or something even over that. That song is a fucking banger. Chicago song. So so we we did this Deftones cover and we we used it at our last two shows, which one of them was we did the we opened for this band called Soraya, which is a female fronted band with a female drummer. I don't know nice. if they were all females or not. I can't no, remember. the guitar player and the bass player were like your, your classic like us. rock guys. They're a little older than us, but they've been around for a while. And then we opened for Johnny Craig, who used to sing for Dance Gavin Dance and Amorosa. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's got his own lore. That guy was crazy. But like, it, we got such a good response. So we just decided to record it. And I'm so glad that we did. Yeah. And then I edited a little video together of just like behind the scenes footage I taken because I like to document everything. I film things a lot. Same. It's just kind of <laughs> I'm annoying with it, but I'm constantly like I used to have a digital camera when I was younger that I would like just fill up SD cards, just take pictures, video, whatever. Um, so I luckily I had a ton of stuff from just like over the last four years of us being a band in a band just on my phone like. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to turn all this into a video. And I think that's if it wasn't for that video, the the song wouldn't have had as much uh, airplay because people like to see something. It like draws them in. They're like, what is this? And I'm just and here we are. I mean, I'm glad that you heard it because yeah. it's one of my favorite songs we've, we've done. And our friend, we have to give him a shout out. Tyler. Yeah. Tyler Krupski. Pacemaker audio on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. My boy. Um, he, he was in what band? He was in um, End of Line, uh, if you're familiar with End of Line, local, like Cahoes kind of Albany hardcore band. And then he's in a bunch of things. Uh, other band that starts with a B. Uh, he was in uh, uh, Grandfather for a long time. He was in a band called Last Hours. He was, a band uh, with a he was in The Faculty. Um, no, no, wait. The Factory, a New York City band when he was living down there. So he's just, oh, and he was in, he's in uh, the hardcore band Burn. He Burn. plays bass in that band Burn. So just kind of like a bass go-to sort of guy, great guy. But he has a home studio that um, he put together and is recording us um, currently. And those vocals did that, though, song. that you hear in the Deftones cover that we did, yeah, um, it's it's like he coaxed it out of me. Like he was like, "No, more sultry. No, quieter. No whisper." Like, and I'm so glad that he did because wow. he got my full potential. Like, he I made, mean, like, I. I was kind of wondering that because, like the the lay, not layered like in a traditional sense, but the the way it goes in mm-hmm. from one style to mm-hmm. another in that song is so fucking important. And like, yeah, Chino's singing style is you can't mimic it really, right? <laughs> and it's like, it's so like bre- so breathy, but mm-hmm. in a like, it's so stylistic, right? It, you it, can't fucking he had match it. it turned but, like, so loud that if I turned my head, even with the headphones on, it would squeal. Like oh, they'd wow. be over my ears, and if I went like this, it'd be like, so I had to like get really close to the microphone and like just hey you. Like it's so hard to control the tone. Like, wow. but he got it, and it was like I'm so yeah. happy. Like if anybody else did, I don't know if they would have had the patience. It took right. us 
days of coming over yeah. and just getting fucked up. But then the, beauti- <laughs> then the beautiful dichom- dichotomy in that song is how vicious the choruses then become yeah. versus right. how, you know, sort of, you know, atmospheric the and verses it, are. And know, it opens it's... up on the singing part of the, yeah. of the chorus. Just a great song. Right. I was able to yeah. belt a little bit. It was, re- it was really fun to make. Yeah. Yeah, you did a good job singing that for I sure. I was like, well, I almost think that's the song we should play next. Um, <laughs> I mean, we could we could do that and then just throw. Let's you know, we let's do that and then throw a throw a short. third one in. Yeah, so throw, yeah. let's just listen to Anna Cortez uh, covering Deftones' "My Own Summer." Shove it, and then we'll be right back. Yes.
That was Anna Cortez covering Deftones, My Own Summer, Shove It. Again, one of my one of my favorite songs of all time and uh certainly one of my 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 recent five one eight bands that's been on fucking constant repeat in in here in in the dazzle den as it's as it's been dubbed uh but anyway you have so much stuff happening um that has happened and also coming up you i know have a a big show with a a big band that not big band in the fucking you know (laughs) a big band (laughs) complete with horns and peter satara and everything (laughs) um but with a uh a well-known national band that you're going to be playing with. So tell us a little bit about that. Uh, so Plush um, is from here. A lot of you guys listening, you know, who are 518 people would know that uh, that um, Mariah. Mariah. Oh, my God. From Micah. I don't want to get her name wrong. <laughs> Jeez. But she was on. Um, I heard about her a lot. Uh, prior to this and there were people that would talk to me about her and I'm like oh yeah I know because I'm I'm into like I like female vocalists and yeah. just because I am one you know but I'm, I'm more probably stylistically more like a guy but I still appreciate the female vocals and she has a great voice she was on the um she was on the voice in American Idol I believe yeah I think she did a stint on someone both of told those me shows. she was on both I didn't fact check this so yeah. if I'm wrong I apologize um, but that's what I heard. For sure, she was. I'm on not going to blow up whoever's yeah, yeah. spot said that. So, <laughs> yeah, I but don't um, know. I heard she was on both, and she is like, she's she's on tour, she's on tour with Disturbed right now, and someone like from our very own music community being on tour with Disturbed is so cool to see. And they played on um, the Kiss Cruise, like one of those times, like really? either last summer or the summer before, where like when Kiss does like one of those cruise ships awesome. with all these like yeah. major bands and they were on that yeah. that band so, is like, like industry status so yeah yeah we and were asked they're like, legitimately good we yeah. were just stoked like mike valeni of uh of uh empire uh reached out to us and was like do you guys want to open for plush and it was so funny because like kevin is usually because he just had a baby and we're usually like hopefully it's cool with kev and like we had to wait so long for him to, to even answer the text and then um we were like just dropping hints in the chat because Mike's like, yeah, uh, Mike Valeni wants us to open for Plush. What do you think? I think it would be great for us. And I'm like, yeah, it'll be so awesome because like we don't really play into the female aspect. Like right. the the guys are like a big part of the band. It's not like we're not trying to like really like, I don't know, exploit like, oh, we have a female in the band. It's cool. It's a thing that exists. Everybody knows. It's not something that we have to sell, right? But we don't really get. I don't think because of that we don't really reach like the the teenage girls. Like those would be really good fans for us, or like the early twenties and and just young female people that want a role model, like someone to look up to. And I feel like um, this band's just a good opportunity for that. Finally, Kevin was just like, because we were like, yeah, hopefully we could tell Mike yes, and he doesn't move on and ask someone else because it was like a couple days and he just wasn't answering. Oh, wow. He's like, oh, you could tell him yes right now. I'm totally down. And we're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and his wife is stoked about it too. So it's so cool because like all the people that we know are going to bring their daughters. Right. My brother's yeah. going mean, to bring his eight year old. It's going to put you in front of a lot of a lot new of people. And this oh, yeah. is like the scene. This is literally what we need to to kind of like because like the 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 crowd we're appealing to is really kevin and mike's like metal hardcore crowd which we do have like a song that's going to come out later hopefully later this year called emo bitch move <laughs> um it's a very hardcore-esque style song and a lot of people really like that one 
Um, but we don't really do that a lot. I think I think that the people that are exposed to us just by proxy don't really appreciate us for what we are. So this is a good opportunity to tap into like, you know, some people that might actually be like real fans. Right. Like that like the people that are gonna come to see plush hopefully will appreciate us. And it's on May the fourth. So we're opening for plush on May the fourth. And um, I'm just going to give it up now. It's not a surprise because I just want you all to be prepared for this. But I'm going to be dressed in like a freaking Darth Vader bodysuit like I'm at Comic-Con. OK, it's just going to be straight up like a morph suit. And well, well I'm, I'm dressing up as Prisoner Leia. So he's dressing up that. as Prisoner Leia, Leia Jabba the Hutt mix. So like, like a little bit of a bowl. So. I think that might have been a dig. I don't know. Yeah, like, no, we already had that joke at the yeah, yeah. so I'm allowed to say it. Right. Do like a, just a mutant morph of the two. Um, but um, that's really exciting for that us. Is, yeah, that is that is that is rad. So thank you, Mike, for that. I don't know if you'll ever hear this, but if you do, thank you. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I want to thank him too because yeah. actually, if you see, I got a bunch of tickets over there. My band gets to play at the Underground Empire Underground. Oh, I love Empire Underground. Um, yeah. In March, March 8th, I think we're playing with a little overboard, Anomalous, uh, Tom Atkins Band, and is there one more? Oh, and Hard Luck Souls. How could oh, I forget nice. Hard Luck Souls? Yeah, I, I fucking love Souls, those yeah. dudes. That's like, the day before Mike plays a straight jacket. So. You, you know what's funny? Because like, as like being in this band and like being like an old dude, I fucking forget shows all the time. And like I've talked to people about shows that I'm playing and then have my friends be like, dude, you're not playing at that show. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. No, I guess I'm not. Yeah, you're right. I was thinking about this other one. Oh, Hilarious. I, I don't know if it's the weed or just getting old, but like, uh, I, forget you. I, forgot I forget you. I forgot to I forget you all the time. I forgot to even like, shout out the bands like we opened for at our last <laughs> show. Usually I do that, and I just completely forgot. Yeah, you just get in the zone a little drunk, bit. I was though, to be fair. I was nervous, so I kind of went overboard on the on the white claws a little bit <laughs> it's easy to do but yeah let me shout out the straight jacket reunion yeah, real absolutely, fast too. absolutely uh, march 9th at empire um live uh straight jacket underdog uh sworn enemy assault on the living spirit killer ice queen uh ice queen is not playing oh they're that not show. playing that no, show no, okay no. they were gonna play that um, show. but a band called grand street is the other band on there but uh yeah i'm, I'm playing guitar in uh straight jacket they asked me to come fill in for their rhythm guitar player that and couldn't that's make jo it joey clark on? joey clark on yeah, drums yeah, yeah. yeah. i go yeah. way back with him um yeah. when i worked at uh i think it was eqx it was one of those radio stations a long time ago yeah it was eqx I, but i him and uh adam dragland and adam finken had a band and came on like the show and i became buddies with that's him awesome whatever. Like, yeah joe's great yeah, super good dude yep. and like i don't know if you like his youtube channel oh yeah oh yeah. i follow his youtube channel oh my god yeah his drumming youtube videos we were, we were in his basement sick, he's got dude. a setup. right I, yeah. I got to play guitar in that lair oh, no yeah way. yeah we went out to vermont and and um it's not much different than this lair really at the end of the day yeah it's, it's just, just a, like it's like without this wall here basically yeah yeah, yeah. oh all right yeah, yeah. 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 and a little, I, a little mood lighting and and good camera angles and it, it's like it and works it's out the great sound yeah. of those fucking drums like, yeah he's got a nice board set up where you can just everyone can practice with headphones on and it dials right into the That's board. what we're trying to do in here and like we're slowly building up the gear to be able to to go all all in here yeah. cuz it's loud as fuck in here when we're playing man. <laughs> I like, bet yeah. Really yeah, we were able to play at a real chill volume not kill everybody's ears. Right. It was awesome. 
but yeah, Straight Jacket, uh, March 9th. It's a one-time one union the show. Yeah, yeah our show's Sean. the day before. We'll go to your show. I'll, I'll just stay there. I'll just, like, just like, <laughs> take a nap on the floor. Yeah, I'll, like, just, I'll just be like, is it cool if I just stay here tonight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a show to go to tomorrow. <laughs> so there's a lot coming up. It's going to be busy. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to. So we have another song that we're releasing called The Last and Oh. Um, like if you go on Instagram, you could see just like some teasers of it. But I mean, this is going to be our best song yet. And we're planning a music video shoot. Nice. Um, which is probably going to have to be done over like a couple of months because we're going to do one day, hopefully in April, if Kevin says it's okay. Um, he's like the band dad, like it's up to him. He gets the last word, but we do practice in his basement <laughs> and I do want to shoot part of the video where we practice. So I kind of need him to say it's okay. And we want him to be excited. And about we want everything. him to be excited yeah, about so it. Um, we try not to force our, our will upon him too much, you know, like he just like, he tortures <laughs> me with the weight. So he just doesn't answer. I have to like sit there and just agonize over it. But but we we got I'm just we got a lot of stuff coming up. But that's about it. Yeah, we have plush. What is that? May fourth. Yeah, May the fourth. May 4th. 4th. Yeah, it's gonna All be right. cool. So um, you know, we were gonna play another song, and then I got sidetracked by um, my own summer. So we should now get back on track and uh, play another Anna Cortez song. Which one did you want to throw on? I guess just 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 to show our range. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose, and it's a short one too. But another sad song. I wrote this song. Uh, back in like 2012, 2013, 2014. I don't even know. I'd have to, I can't even, I, my memory is just foggy. Same. Um, but I do know that there's Same. a YouTube video of me playing it in 2013. So I know at least it's that old. Um, but this is funny cause I showed this song to Mike when, when we were still conceptualizing the band and I was like over the road, we would text each other constantly. And I sent him the YouTube video of the song. He's like, it's too repetitive. Like, he's such a critic. He's just like, yeah, it's just kind of, like, basic, very repetitive, very A-B-A-B. So, like, luckily, like, it's just, it's a diff it's the same song, but we shortened it. it. We took out, like, three of the verses <laughs> and just, like, truncated it. And it's, like, now Con a minute. Constructive criticism. Yeah, constructive it's, like, criticism. it's, like, a minute and 30 seconds opposed to, like, four and a half minutes of the same thing over and over again. Right. But it's, it's sweet and it's straight to the way point. Way better and, now. Yeah. Um, so this one is, like kind of like it shows our range so i think it's, this is a good song like there's another song goodbye that we have that's like more thrashy and pop punk but it's honestly it's another song i wrote but it's i like another sad song better it just sounds better and they played it a lot on eqx oh nice yeah pearson cool. played it for us yeah, yeah. pearson's a good dude he's, if he's people hear day five and uh shove it and this it gives a nice sort of range of yeah of what you might get with us. Cool. And what, yeah. what was the name of it again? Uh, it's called Another Sad Song. And then I just want to say, too, that we don't have a genre. We like to call ourselves Splashcore yeah. from Along the Hudson. Because we're Cohoes kids. Splashcore from Along the Hudson. Like an, an amalgam yeah. a of things. A toxic splash of, of nice. this, yeah. splash of that. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, we don't really have a genre. But if anybody wants to give us a genre, a genre we, we will entertain it. Because, like, I don't know how to describe us. It helps when booking shows. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So... Perfect. And thank you for this interview. And I guess my shout out would be to you for having us here well, and to yeah. my band for just making me stoked 
to do music like it's just good to be around people that make me excited about music yeah. And, yeah. and not like kind of depressed about it because it happens yeah. our new bass player Mark yeah oh Mark oh my yeah. god Mark is so good and he brings so much to the table and he's been like he's been like our tech guy and our and our audio guy like he's adjusting things for us he's like suggesting things he we, bought inner monitors we have for a me. proper gearhead in the band and it's nice it's great to have it that. is a game changer yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's sure. serious about his gear like he has these freaking he has a stack taller than me in the basement that he like hauls in and out of there every once in a while <laughs> wow. and i'm just like dude respect yeah like great player yeah. great dude yeah Sweet. stoked to have him all right so let's listen to another sad song anna cortez and then we'll be right back to wrap it up That was another sad song, Anna Cortez. And Jesse and Mike, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day, uh, for coming out here to the Dazzle Den and uh, shooting the shit with me and playing some of your music. So uh, before we go, though, I just want to give you each individually the chance to say what I call your gratitudes, your shout outs, highs, hellos, Oscar speech, what have you. So, Jesse, start with you. I would like to thank God and my parents no i'm just kidding um but yeah no probably but um i don't i mean i already did mine so i'm gonna i'm gonna give the give mike the the opportunity to do his yeah i guess just to make sure i include everybody you know we've got kevin and 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 mark for sure tyler you know has been great uh mike valeni is also you know, been a great friend to oh, the Ralph band. Oh, Ralph Renna has been super supportive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, Ralph. Uh, he, he's yeah. awesome. He plays us all the time. Um, yeah, and definitely got to thank Ralph. super supportive. Yeah, he actually helped me out a little bit with, the, with not a, a little bit. He helped me out a lot with the podcast. So. Nice. Yeah. Fucking nice. big awesome. shout out to Ralph. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's been doing it forever. We love Ralph. Um, yeah, and I guess, you know, like the couple like friends who still wear the shirt with the different spelling you know Peg- joe and peggy and- actually was wearing her shirt on her on on a live video i don't even remember giving her that shirt or her buying it but that was awesome to see 
my yeah. memory sucks, but <laughs> so yeah, um, that's we yeah, we keep it we keep it simple. Our circle is is small, um, but if people want to come and make the circle bigger, we're we're definitely we're definitely down to making new friends to to throw in the the liner notes to say thank you to, you know. So um, um, yeah, well, there's there's definitely too many to list right now, but there are like the the hardcore few that will show up at every show. We yeah. know that they're going to be there, and yeah. those people mean the world to us. And you guys know who you are. I just don't want to like forget anybody, so right, I'm afraid right. no, to I like. Get, yeah, yeah, I get you. Once you get started, yeah. you yeah. can't. You know, yeah, like, yeah. But yeah, absolutely. just everybody that's come to a show so far. We love you. Yeah, yeah. Everybody that's bought a shirt. We 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 sell a lot of shirts and hats at our shows. Nice. So you know, I don't get to talk to a lot of people afterwards to get an idea of how they feel about the music sometimes, but. Uh, I'm a merch guy, so merch is is often a good indicator for me. Yeah. So yeah, we sell a lot of merch. Yeah. But you make good merch too. It might the merch might be better than the band for all we know. <laughs> like, might be. Hey, you know, everything needs a nice package to to yeah. be wrapped up in. You know. Perfect. Um, so yeah, just everybody that's given us a show. Maybe we'll give us a show in the future. Yeah, and and yourself, man. And who, thank you. who likes our socials? Because thanks for liking our socials. That means a lot too. <laughs> Like, yeah, well, it's kind of hard to get the Instagram. Yeah, and I guess up, yeah. Thanks to Jesse, honestly, for being so tapped into like the current era of social media because I couldn't do it. Right. We got it's over hard, a thousand yeah. on it's Facebook, hard. but I literally had to like guilt trip people into sharing the it's page hard. of people. So. Yeah, but yeah. you you speak the language that that <laughs> Just call people, people haters are... enough, they'll eventually <laughs> yeah. eventually show their support. <laughs> yeah, it's not my best trait, but <laughs> all right, cool. So uh, Jesse. Mike, yeah, uh, thank you for ha- having half thank of you so Anna much. Cortez, <laughs> and I am Andy Scullin. This is Unsigned 518, and I'll see you on the road. See you later. Bye-bye. Unsigned 518 is produced and hosted by me, Andy Scullin. New episodes are available every week wherever you stream podcasts. If you'd like to help support the show, please like and subscribe wherever you are listening. Or you could buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash unsigned518. If you would like to advertise on the show, send me an email at unsigned518 at gmail.com. And to be a guest on the show, reach out to me through Instagram at unsigned518. Take care of one another, and I'll see you next week.